Today's episode of LIW Westworld Review was brought to you by Kill All Humans. Loitering in Wonderland Westworld Review. Hello, citizens. I had to do that before the music stopped because I know it stops abruptly. I remember that from the last time I recorded. Ah, I need to fix it, but I'm not going to. This show's only 10 episodes a season. I don't feel like fixing my theme song. Maybe HBO should pay for it. That's right. I said it. Fuck you. Pay for it. Pay for it, guys. Come on. Help a brother out. Uh, today's episode is episode 10. However, for the show itself, it's 108. Trace Decay. Which sounds like a, a weird 1970s uh, sci-fi name. I'm Trace, Mr. Trace Decay. I don't know where I was going with that. Holy shit, I'm off to a terrible start. Oh, I do too many podcasts. I just get lost at the beginning and I, uh, I get stuck there. I just did the LIW The Walking Dead review, episode 82. And let me tell you, this show so much better. It's, it's a relief to come back to this show. I I, lo- I love this show. I really do. I, I fell off for a little bit there with all the Maeve, a couple episodes where she just did the exact same thing over and over. I mentioned in the last episode. But it came back strong. I have, Like I said, I have finished the entire season so far, the, the first season. And so I know what's going to happen, but I, I'm going to go ahead and do a little acting in this episode and pretend like I don't know what's going on. I pretend like I don't know how this ends. And just like any good secret, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you up front, I have seen every episode, so now you know. So you know. So now you get to know. Now you get to like really pay attention to how good my acting is. So this one starts off with Ford. He's questioning Bernard about killing Teresa, and I'm like, Bernard's just a regular robot. So what's the big deal? He's not. He's not mild enough for anybody um, that we in the show or anything. Um, <laughs> um, shit. Uh, but he killed Teresa in the last episode. That's how it ended. And he tells Ford tells Bernard to cover up his tracks about her death. Basically, pretend like you, you don't. You know, you guys never dated. You, she was a fine colleague, and that she, you know, you it was everything was very professional between the two of you. And, and Bernard's like, uh, all right, yeah, cool man, I can do that because he's a robot. He, you know, I don't think he'd speak like that if he, you know, had a choice. Anyway. The new Clementine shows up, and she's way hotter than the old one. She doesn't look like a pointy vampire, and Maeve doesn't like it for some reason, and she walks over to her. She starts to have these memories of her daughter. I'm sorry, I'm trying to remember. There's like, here's the problem I say in the show is it's so repetitive that I, I started going to like four different scenes right there that happened in this exact same scenario uh, where she's standing at the bar, but uh, it's a different one than that. It's it's She starts to have memories of her daughter, and she freaks out. And then again, she wakes up with Felix and Sylvester. And I was like, God damn, we've done this a thousand times. And this is what I'm saying. It gets a le- really repetitive with her. She's the most interesting character as far as plot line, but it's, it's just so repetitive. And they, they're like, you can't escape because you have an explosive in your brain. It's basically, it's there. It's a failsafe. If you try to leave, it will blow up. And she's like, there's, a way out. there's always a way around it. Here's my titties. My titties are out in 95% of my scenes. It is very, she must have had, she must have got a gratuitous, uh, pardon the pun, a payday. Just a ridiculous, like, the HBO teat. She sucked, pardon the pun, she sucked from it and she suckled. And she she got it like a like a really good milk payday part part of the pun and uh, I don't know, these are these are really lame. Uh, so William and Dolores find a bunch of dead dudes and then uh, there's a kid that 
they find him in the dirt and he's still alive. And then he was sent after them to get info and it gives them info, excuse me. And then he was sent there to kill him. They get info from him. My notes are terrible. Dolores hears like, come find, come find me. And she looks up and she sees herself in the river. She turns around and William's gone. And I was like, yep, we are dealing with two timelines. That's how that's, that's how that works. It is official. I mean, I think they've hinted before. I noticed in, in real time, the thing in the train where I was like, wait, weren't they just there? The, and I went back and rewound it in the, in the moment. When I was like, wait, he's fucking, like she's on the train and all of a sudden they're not there. So now it's official. Shit's going on with her mind. It's fucked. It's, it's like this box that's unlocking. Um, do people lock boxes? What am I talking about? It's like this, I was, I was thinking of the Hellraiser box. I should have said pu- like a puzzle box is being locked. I don't know. I, I, I like I assumed you would read my mind there. That was very strange. What the hell's wrong with me? It is um, three in the morning. I should mention, and I hit that point where I either need to keep drinking and get really drunk, or give up and drink water and just kind of let it coast out. You know, and maybe I won't be hungover in the morning. And I decided to go the water route, so my body's kind of rejecting it, and I don't know how to handle it. And that's where I'm at. So Ashley find or Ashley shows Teresa's body to Ford and Charlotte. They say he says it's a slip and fall. They found this transmitter on her, um, but Charlotte's like, "I'm on you, Ford." She gives him that look, uh, and you're like, "Charlotte is an evil bitch. Ford is an evil bitch too. Don't get me wrong, but she does that face, so we hate her." I think that's what it is. Ford doesn't do that face, and he's more, he's very calm, and he's just two steps ahead of you, and he stays, he stays, you know, he's stoic. And he, he's he got all this sage wisdom, but Charlotte's got that face where she's like, and she snarls and she fucks robots, and you're like, oh, I hate her. <laughs> she does the exact same shit. She's manipulative. She'll do whatever she can to win. There's the same fucking character, really, when you get down to it. You know, if you're making you know points on a piece of paper, they have the same same categories. Anyway, um, but I was like, <laughs> okay, this is gonna be a controversial statement, but I stand by. I always have. Um, this scene that I'm talking about would play a lot better if Anthony Hopkins was a, was a better actor. And I realize that's a grave accusation for the man who is Hannibal Lecter, but remove Hannibal Lecter from his, from his movies. What do you got? You got, uh, Elephant Man. Okay. It's more about the movie than him. But I'll give you that. What else you got? You got some, you got a few other movies. I get it. But he's, like, revered, and he's kind of a really hammy actor. He's not that good. He really isn't. He's he's borderline terrible, actually, in, in some movies. Like, if you watch Thor, he can carry some scenes, but some, he's like, what is he doing? And I, I realize that's old man, but, like, some actors do it way better. I've never been that impressed with Anthony Hopkins. I don't really care for him. You, you, I'm, I'm a really... He doesn't have any really super memorable characters outside of outside of Hannibal Lecter, and even Hannibal Lecter is a quiet, calculating, whispering man. He doesn't do anything. Really think about the thing that you're complimenting him for. You did a really good job playing a fucking robot, playing a robotic human being who doesn't speak really, who whispers dialogue and just kind of stares, sits there and stares. That's really, that's what he's famous for. And and not to say I hate the man or anything, but like, why is he so revered for being a great actor? I think I think he was even knighted. What the fuck for? For stage shit? Maybe I don't I don't know. But but 
I just don't think he's that amazing or anything. He just doesn't really do it for me. I'm sorry, he doesn't. I'll say it again. I don't care. I'll stand by that statement. Always have. So Maeve wants them to fix her, but Sylvester, he, uses, he wants to use the opportunity to kill her when she's down for the surgery, when they go to remove her explosion brain thing. And Maeve clearly saw this in some sort of reflection or mouth reading, lip reading, I guess they call it. That's what humans call it, right? I don't know. I'm a robot. She... I don't know. She fucking knew what he's gonna, you know, know what he's. He know, she knows what he's thinking. <sighs> so at this point in my notes, I started referring to the Man in Black as MIB. <laughs> so I see it a thousand times from here on out. But Man in Black and Teddy are riding. Um, he calls him a loser, and that triggers a flashback where he finds this woman that is bait for Wyatt's. And then they find a woman. Excuse me. After that, that is bait for Wyatt's men, or I assumed, and I. I think that's what it was at the moment, and I, but at the end of the episode, it's revealed to be something else, but it was so fucking obvious that it wasn't what it seemed at the beginning that I, I, I immediately called bullshit. It was weird. They get attacked by some beastmen, and then uh, Teddy remembers that the man in black, that he remembers that she was, he was dragging her off in the basically from the pilot episode. And yeah, that's so Teddy is starting to become aware. So now we got Maeve, Dolores, and Teddy. And is that it? Is that the only the only robots that are kind of aware? Oh, uh, well, Peter Abernathy started to figure it out, but he, he, you know, they put him in the room. They tried to determine some something else. I forget what it was later. So Maeve is turned off, and then Felix has this inner conflict where he wants to he wants to help her. I don't know why. And then Sylvester wants to kill her. Like I said before, I don't know why he has this. Like, should I help her? Like, why the fuck would you help her? Go ahead and put her down now. Just just stab her in the fucking face and then remove her head. I don't care what you got to do. Be done with this. You are... I don't know what his... Is this fear? Okay, he has two options. He shuts her off. He cuts off her head. And then he has to explain why he did this. He can go, she woke up and then I did this and this is all that happened. He might get fired. He'll probably get fired, honestly. Okay, that's one route. Which leads in possibly being fired. I'd say 65, 70% he will get fired. But that's it. There's that. Um, the op- other option is keep her alive and help her escape. Um, you get horribly, you'll get arrested. You will lose your job still. You will probably go to prison for, for smuggling a goddamn robot out. I'm sure they signed some sort of confidentiality agreement, some agreement, some sort of. Hey, you're liable if something whatever whatever she does that you're liable for if you help her escape. If she kills people, that's on him. And guess what? And I know I said I wasn't gonna. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen the rest of the episodes, but I assume she's gonna kill some motherfuckers on her way out. I couldn't possibly know that though. I couldn't know at all. There's just no way to know. But that would be on him at this point. Whatever she does after this point is on him. Because he, and I realize he could risk something killing her. I don't know. But she's going to be under. Go ahead. You know, you want to fuck her first? That's fine. Cool. That's cool. But fucking kill her after that. Come on. Just kill her. Kill her, bro. And then uh, Charlotte tells Lee uh, that Teresa was working for Delos. I can't, I couldn't keep track of her, her plot because it was just a lot of, 
um, I'm doing this, she's doing this, wait, no, she's doing this, and I'm doing this, but I'm really doing this, and she's doing really doing this, but oh my God, she's doing this, and regardless of the evidence and whatever you have to say to the contrary, I'm really doing this, but I'm or I could be doing this, and I couldn't keep track, so I just I just kind of shut down on that part, and I went, all right, just going to let see how this ends up, and I don't know what happens. So, and then he tells, she tells Lee that he's not really creating characters for Ford's new narrative and that he's almost finished with it. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm creating, uh, I'm creating Wyatt right here. And she goes, that's not Wyatt. And he's like, oh, motherfucker, what? Oh, he's just like in a lab all day <laughs> working on nothing. And he feels like an idiot. Uh, Maeve wakes up and then she slices Sylvester's throat. And then he fucking falls over dead. But Oh, wait, no, he wasn't dead because Felix uses a, some sort of space blowtorch to seal the throat wound, the throat wound. And then Maeve walks around telling everybody what to do when she wakes up in, in the Westworld. And she's kind of like, it's kind of like this weird Strange in the Fiction style where she's like, she's reading off your thoughts to you. She, like or like a narrator. It's really weird. She's walking around. She's like, someone will walk by her and she's like, and then the sheriff decided not to pull the trigger. And he walks, and the sheriff puts a gun in his holster and walks away. This is as, what's his name, shooting up the town. And then, but she'll just like say like, and then he talked into the microphone and stared at his gay pornography, and then he got all embarrassed when he realized he just said that into a microphone. So he closed the gay pornography and said he wasn't really looking at it. And no matter what you say, you can't prove <laughs> this podcaster was looking at gay pornography. <laughs> oh god, I'm terrible at this. <laughs> oh god, uh, there's a shootout with Hector. Like I said, and he makes the sheriff walk away, and then they shoot the sheriff. Like I said. And I don't know. I don't know. I have yet to find out. I will get back to you when I find this out. I've sent messages to every producer in the show, every writer, um, most of the cast. Some of them I, I couldn't find on there. They're a little hard to find. Um, I, weird that I found the writers, but not the actors. That's, that is very strange. But that's the way it is. I Twitter. I don't really understand Twitter. But I sent them all tweets, and I was like, hey, can you get back to me? Because I know they killed the sheriff, but do they, in fact, kill the deputy? I, I've yet to find out. I don't know. The evidence is just missing. It's not there. I can find it. Maybe it's in a deleted scene. Maybe it's in the script that they just didn't shoot it. Or maybe they did cut it, like I said, and just didn't want it in there. I don't know if it's going to be a director's cut. Maybe it's going to be on Blu-ray. If they're still on Blu-ray for HBO, maybe it's on HBO Go only. Maybe there's like a whole uh, deputy subplot that they didn't show that they're going to do in later. Maybe he's got his own you know, spinoff series. I don't know. I want to find out. I'll get to the bottom of this, and I will let you know. Um, me and Steve Miller should be the first to find out. So Bernard questions the difference between robots and humans, and he, he asks Ford if he's made him hurt people before, and Ford's like, no, no, bro, no, no. Anybody remembers killing Elsie from before? Like, Remember that character that swore a lot and was very sarcastic, and then she got strangled like, like three or four episodes in, and then she was just not in the show anymore? And I kind of forgot about her at that point, and I didn't. I didn't hate her by the time she died, which kind of sucked. But anyway, um, Dolores and William find her home. She's like, I found it. I'm home. It's the one she drew on the train in the last episode after they banged, despite him being engaged. And they find the ho- her home, and she's like, I'm, I found it. I'm home. And it's just this long field, empty field next to a river. And then she walks away from William and then she finds this fucking town in which everyone all the robots are there being programmed and clearly we jump back in time to where there was a town originally because it's not there now and uh, this fucking the Oracle girl comes out and she asks if the little girl from before and she asks if she found what she was looking for Dolores that is and then there's some gunshots and William stops her from shooting herself 
And she's about to shoot herself in the face. And then the town vanishes. And I was like, and she, <laughs> okay, she goes, this is what Arnold wants. He wants me to remember. And then Logan finds them. So Logan's back in the fucking show. Remember Logan? He's that one dude with the beard. He's that handsome dude who smiles a lot and is sarcastic and thinks everything you're doing is stupid and wrong, even if you don't think it is, it's wrong. But the second you change that fact, he gets mad that you're not doing... Uh, there's just no winning with Logan. Logan's a fuck. Logan is a fuck. Um, Charlotte and Lee find the original Peter, Peter Abernathy for something, and I was like, yeah, that fucking guy's back. I love that actor. And then she wants... She wants him to give Peter personality and then send him on the train out of the park. And I was like, is this her new way of stealing info? I, they, they didn't really go into that whole lot after that. I don't really remember anything after that. And I mean, I haven't seen the rest of the episode, so, you know, how could I possibly know? Um, so, yeah, obviously they're going to get to that in, in, in the next two episodes because that's all, all they have. So, I mean, I haven't seen anything. <laughs> Moving on. Um, Ashley asks Bernard about Teresa, and he acts all suspicious. And then he asks about Elsie. And like he's just like, I'm sorry, I just read my note flatly without translating it into <laughs> the microphone. Holy shit. This, these notes are hard to find, hard to read, because it's just name, this name does this to this name for this reason. And that's the note. And I'm like, what the fuck? It's, so that's why I kind of feel like a little bland when I read this shit. So I have to go off a lot. Go off a lot. Um, Ashley basically, you know, she's, he's talking, he's, ugh, he is talking to Bernard. So it's hard to think of Ashley as a man, but you know, here we are. Um, he asked Bernard about Teresa. He's like, you know, have you seen you anything to tell me? I'm sorry about your loss. And, you know, you guys are close. And he's like, uh, we're not, we were not that close. And he was like, yeah, well, I'm a security guy. I know what was happening with you guys. It's kind of my job. And he's like, she was a fine coworker. And that's all I have to say about it. And he's like, okay, have you seen Elsie? He's like, uh, she's also a fine co-worker. I haven't seen her, though. And he's like, okay, motherfucker, I'm on to you. I'm on to you. Yeah, Ashley's on to you. Ashley. So Teddy questions MIB, Man in Black. Um, uh, there's a couple of giveaway questions here, and there's a big scene here at the end. Teddy goes to the Man in Black. It sounds like you own this world. And the Man in Black responds with, not just this one. And I was like, oh, motherfucker. He owns Westworld and maybe like Future World or some shit. Who knows? And the man in black reveals that he's a family man. And then his wife took the wrong pills last year. And then he was all, you know, she died. And then he he's like, I have a daughter too, but she won't talk to me. And she told me that it was a suicide. It was a suicide. She'd rather die than live with me. I'm a bastard. I'm a bastard man. And he came to Westworld to test, like, I don't know, test out what? Why did I write that? What the fuck? <laughs> to take a test? He wanted to take a, a quiz on his life. I don't know. Test out his life, see if it's worth it. I don't know. Fuck it. Um, he he always showed up, and he, he wanted to see if he could do something terrible, I guess is what it was. He shows up, and he kills Maeve, and then her daughter, and then Maeve doesn't die, but instead slits MIB's throat. And I was I couldn't tell what was real, what wasn't real. I guess she just kind of like slit a little bit and didn't really hurt him. And um, he's like, I killed the kid. I didn't, I didn't feel anything. I didn't feel, I, feel, I didn't feel nothing. I didn't feel nothing. I can't do his voice. Uh, simultaneously, Maeve has flashbacks in the real, in our time. 
And then she slices Clementine's throat open. And, yeah, that's not good to do in the middle of the street, I would tell you. Because everyone freaks out in the town, uh, obviously. And then she's like, oh, God. And then the MIB sees the maze for the first time. While she, while, oh, my God, she's back in time shit. While Maeve, the original Maeve, is fleeing with her dead child and falling down the field, he sees the maze. It's in the, like, in, in the field, in the ground. <sighs> and he sees the maze. Holy shit. This is, how, this is going back and forth in time with the same characters while explaining two separate things is infuriating. It's so much easier to do with writing or <laughs> just visually with the, with the actual show. Maeve gets away from slicing her throat, but the uh, she does this by turning the town on each other. She's like, and this guy pulled out his gun and shot him, and then this guy did, and she's walking away. And I was like, that's pretty cool. This is what it's, it's like a scene from The Matrix, but way better than scenes in The Matrix, at least the sequels. And then uh, the town turns on each other from her, and then security's kind of on to her. They're like, she's not responding. She's not shutting off. She has a flashback, um, but she doesn't. She says she doesn't want the, the memory of her daughter removed. And this is a big theme of this show. And a couple more things, and we're out of here. So calm down, guys. Okay, the big theme of the show is, and I, I wrote about this in a couple of book, in a couple of my books, um, full circle mostly. And did I write about fairy tales in my life? I don't remember. The point is, it's it's a matter of I I agree with this a lot. They both her and Bernard ha, say kind of similar lines, which is my daughter died, my and his son died, and they're like, we could you know if I could remove that memory, I wouldn't want to because it's it made me who I am. That pain made me who I am. And even if not that, the pain is what they are now. That's them. That's what it is. Otherwise, you're denying. And it it's this theme of, do you want to like start hacking away at your life, start deleting your life? Because it's like eternal sunshine. It's it's your what would be left. I don't... What's the fucking point of getting rid of all the sad shit and only having the happy shit when, there's, when the sad shit is beneficial? I know it doesn't seem like it in the time, but when you look back on shit, you're like, wow, I'm, you're, I'm like way stronger from going through that shit. And if you delete that, what the fuck happens to you? Do you just forget? Are you just a weak piece of shit now? I don't, I don't get, I don't want to. I would not want to change anything in my past just out of fear of, you know, time travel shit. Like, what would you do? Uh, it would, it would fuck with you. And, Pain isn't always a bad thing, I guess. I'm realizing I'm getting kind of serious with this shit, but it's, it's a, it really is an interesting concept to me of just removal of a memory that's fucking weird. It's like the uh, dark, what the fuck is that? Dark City. Um, I love that movie. I don't know why I can think of the title. I never can. Whenever I go to say the title of that movie, I can just cannot think of it for some reason. But just changing your memory suddenly it, and it changes who you are and you at some point you're going to reject your brain will fucking reject it and freak out on you anyway yeah um she doesn't want the memory gone ford removes it anyway and then she stabs herself in the neck and that and that's the end of the scene and then teddy goes to kill the man in black he can't do it and then and the fucking woman who was with that group from before, who was hanging out with him the whole whole episode, just stabs Man in Black with a poison arrow. And I was like, what the fuck? She can just do whatever she wants now? Is she Wyatt? I mean, I have no idea who Wyatt is because I haven't seen any further past this episode, so how could I possibly know? 
But I'm like, who the fuck is this bitch? Like, she just shows up and stabs a fucking... So you can't kill a, a, a human in this world. A host can't kill a human. Okay? First rule of robotics, can't hurt human beings. Okay. This bitch just fucking stabs him with a poison arrow. And he says something like, you can't do anything that'll leave a permanent scar or something like that. But a fucking arrow, a poison arrow will leave a permanent scar. I'm sorry, it will. What are we doing here? And is it is it that the further you get in this maze, the more you can get hurt by them? That's kind of what my theory is. Not was because I don't know how this. I have no idea how this ends up. I have no idea how this goes in this episode. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna end this episode by rambling on like I normally do. Although that's what this entire show is. Anyway, guys, um, I like this episode. It's kind of honestly, it's one of the most boring ones though. <laughs> if I'm being but even the bad ones of this of this show are are enjoyable in some way. I like some of this. I like the stuff with Dolores. I like the stuff with Maeve. It just is. It's getting really repetitive at this point. And luckily, I mean, I mean, hopefully after this it gets better. And I start explaining it, and I start getting more and more details, and I start having a little bit of resolution to it, um, or at least like a peak. You know, it's got to go somewhere. Right now it's just like at a fucking plateau, and it's like. We're gonna climb. It's like no, we're on the same plateau. We just keep, we keep baby stepping. Anyway, oh man, I am tired. I need to get the fuck to bed. Um, LAWstudios.com. Go there. I'm sorry if this episode was just really rambling and incoherent. It's it's just what it is. You know, it's three in the morning and go fuck yourselves because shit's free, and I'm free, and I can be for you. And I miss you. Go to liwstudios.com. Watch the shows. Nick Cage cast. Just record a new episode. Put that up. Episode six. Mystery episode. Interesting one. Shitty movie showdown. We just did episode eight. Put that up. We watched two movies. Compare them. Um, and it's a review show. A lot of fun. Anyway, guys. Um, American. That's always a fun one. Go check that show out. They're all on there. YouTube page. YouTube.com slash loitering in Wonderland. Go subscribe. Please fucking subscribe. It is so hard to get people to subscribe to your YouTube page. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Anyway, guys, until next time, and in the meantime, I am Phoenix West. So long, citizens of Westworld. So long, man in black. So long, Dolores. So long, May. So long, Felix and Sylvester. So long, Ford, Teresa, uh, 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 Ashley. Uh, what do we got? We got Charlotte. We got Lee. We got... Uh, Oh, she's dead. Oh, Teresa's dead. I already said that. Um, who the fuck else we got? We got a bunch of fucking people, guys. Clementine, she's dead too. Um, anyway, go check out those characters. What am What am I saying? What am I, I need to go to bed. Bye. <laughs>